The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, I've become the custodian for a lot of books, mm. and I mean a lot of books. I don't own them. I am the custodian for them. I don't know how long I'll have them. It might be years. But I did. I was just digging through the books, actually, and I found one that I know you'll love. Robert Frank, London, Wales. <laughs> have you seen Have you got that one? I haven't, no. Beautiful. I, I, let, let me pass it over to you, but it's... Uh, this makes me feel like I want to go shooting with a film camera again. Have a look at that. I didn't know that Robert Frank did the whole. No, I didn't. That, that was that's what that it, it confused me because Robert Frank, of course, the Americans, yeah. very very famous. Yeah. But London, Wales, not so. Yeah, it's all coal miners. Look. Yeah. Oh, look, there's my uncle. <laughs> no, that's your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Auntie ace, Nancy. Did she used to work down the night? No, Auntie Nancy is from America. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Bless no. her. Um, Oh look at that! That's insane. I love that picture. The more queuing up after the to go down the um uh, to the shower block. Oh yeah, the look, look at that! Look, yeah. amazing book. No, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, however, it's now on my list of wants. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm yeah, I've, I've become a bit of a book collector. So uh, we can always dip in if I run out. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll have a few boxes worth. You might have uh, probably quite a few of them, though. The Fuji Cast. Anyway, welcome again to the Fuji Cast. Another Monday. Don't they come round quickly? It's uh, you and your questions from our electronic mailbag, and of course, also through the Fuji Cast private Facebook group that you're welcome to become a part of. If you want to send a mail through, send a click at fujicast.co.uk. Um, or you can send them through to uh, our Facebook group. And, of course, Kev is looking after those, although I think I might have to dip into those a bit, Kev. Yeah. The, the mailbag's looking a, a bit empty down here. <laughs> There's nothing in it. If you're not a Fujifilm shooter, don't worry. It's a big old community. And whatever flavour of camera you shoot, as I say each week, you're very welcome to be here. Thank you to those who are supporting us on Patreon. As Kev's Book of the Week this week, Book of the Week this week is... Walker Evans, American Photographs. All oh, right, okay. Very famous book, actually. Yeah. Have you only just got that one as well, haven't you? Yeah, this is the... Uh, I think this is like the 75th edition. It's not going to be the first... Anniversary reprint or something. not going to be the first yeah. edition, that one, is it? No, good Lord, no. No. Um, and, of course, after today's show, some of the subjects that we talk about get picked up in the private Facebook group. And today also, we have, instead of a guest, an appeal. Something we've talked about before, uh, though now with our wonderful community of Fujifilm photographers, both pro and amateur, uh, we'd like to kick it off with your help. I'll be doing that halfway through. Right. Should we uh, crack on with the questions straight away? Yeah. Have you got one? I have. you got one, Kev? you got one? Yeah. Um... Okay, I've got a question here from Albert Villa Roman. Villa Roman. Villa Roman. That's like a Roman villa, only in reverse. Villa Roman. <laughs> right. Have you? Um, nothing you, gets past you, does it? Kev? No, nothing <laughs> at all. Uh, do you? Do you believe in uh, aliens? Uh, is this part of the question, or is this? Yeah, it's related. Okay. Do you, I, don't, you know, I think I do actually. I, I do think there are. Yeah. Other species. It was very interesting to watch them flying a drone on Mars, wasn't it? Yeah. Amazing. And nobody there to say, oh, you can't fly your drone here. Yeah, I did. I was half expecting to see a DJI logo on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get everywhere. So, yeah, I think I do believe. I'm, and I'm not sure I believe in all those Roswell things, uh, you know, with uh, mm. rubber aliens on a table being cut up for I've, the cameras. I've been, there's a bar there. It's called the Little Alien. Have you been to Roswell? Yeah, I've been to area, whatever it's 51. called. 51. I've stood at the gates and had, had the guns pointed at me, yeah. yeah. Um, do they actually point guns at you? Yeah, they do. They, you can do see they? the guards and they stood and they glint their what they do. Well, what they were doing when we were there was they would glint their 
um, the sun would reflect off their their weapons so that you right. knew they were there in the mountains. Wow. Um, didn't actually see them, but yeah. Oh, so you don't, you just know that they're there. You know they're there, yeah. Um, oh dear. That's and there's this little pub called The Little Alien. <laughs> The Little Alien. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, that I is loved fantastic. it. We turned up. I was, uh, <laughs> I would have been, I was under 21, so I couldn't right. drive. Right. I remember that. Well, um, you probably couldn't drink either because of 21 liquor age, isn't it? Well, yes, but right. we, we'll ignore that bit. Okay. But I couldn't drive. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I just sat at the back of the car when my mates mm. drove me all around America, west coast of America. And we were we were in Las Vegas. And one day he said, I really want to go to to he, he was he was a proper dork yeah. really want to go and see the um area, area 51 <laughs> right okay uh, i was like all right yeah, that sounds fine and so i sat in the back of the car it's not far he said sat in the back of the car but eight hours later we, we pull up to this place called the little alien just as she's shut in oh no <laughs> so he didn't even get in uh, no but she did she opened oh, for us we oh, played a nice. game of pool had a beer yeah he didn't obviously because he's driving yeah um and uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> Did any aliens turn up? No, didn't see any aliens. No. However, Albert's question is: What would be the type of camera gear? It doesn't have to be a Fujifilm and settings to use to capture video of a UFO. <laughs> now, when we ask for left field questions, <laughs> you have you have performed admirably. Here he says, uh, like in a CE five meetup. Do you know what a CE five meetup is? No, I don't. <laughs> Do you know what one is? Well. Uh, I've just looked up a CE5 handbook. I found a CE5 handbook. What is that? It's an illustrated and easy-to-use guide to help you contact extraterrestrial life. This is the paperback version. You you're can look, also get looking, it on Kindle. You're looking that up using my internet, internet here. <laughs> don't don't start looking up dodgy stuff. I found a really good... Um, uh, uh, it's it's on the cdn.website-editor.net. It's a hidden PDF something, right. some security thing on it, whatever. Uh, how to make contact CE5 by Ray Dove. Yeah. Uh, right, CE5 stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. What's, what, where did the fourth go? Well, they went, but they have to be human initiated contact with non human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be a few of these in, in Mid Wales, definitely. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> Step one, right? Note, the steps can be followed by a solo person, indoors or outdoors. Oh my God, they have a whole rule set for or this. Or by a group. Step right. one, okay. locate, designate an appropriate spot for your CE5. Step two, prepare yourself for meditation. Meditation? Step three, meditation, state intentions. Do you mean mediation? No, meditation. Right. Uh, because <laughs> they're trying to contact the fellas, isn't they? The little green fellas. Yeah. Out loud or inwardly, that's step three. Step four, focus on your heart centre. Mentally yeah. project your peaceful intentions and invitation out into the cosmos. Yeah. Step five, scan the skies for ET crafts or visual phenomena. <laughs> step six, write down or journal your experiences. Of of this meeting. And then debrief, yeah. Well, debrief with the alien or or, or with uh, your mates in the bar? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I, th- mean, that's very important mean, that you do the debrief. Meanwhile, the alien comes down, looks at you, think, what the f*** is that, and blows, blow, blows you to pieces while, while you're still meditating. I feel, I'm, I'm not quite, like, we're, we're, we're taking this, uh, obviously. Not, not very seriously. Not very we seriously. We should be, I know. Um, and it could be very important for, yeah. for Al, Albert and, yeah. and other people, because I, I also believe in, in uh, you know, even though it's, like, contrary to, to my religious beliefs i do believe that um you know we're not the only people in the entire actually it's not contrary to my religious beliefs but right. it, it kind of blurs the boundaries a little bit do you mean there could be a that could actually be a darth mullin somewhere <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah I, if you were to be taking a picture of a ufo a video oh. of a ufo 
Mm. See, the trouble is, when I see things like that, it'll be, what is that? And I wouldn't remember to bring the camera to my eye. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll go past it. Oh, I should have taken a picture of that. Yeah, I, I think we'll um, we'll defer that to the uh, to, to the what Hollywood studio mean, directors. They how, probably have a better yeah, no, knowledge no, but, of it. Yeah, but no, he's talking about real, real experience of... of when I, I, I've often seen things out the side of the um, out of an aircraft when I'm flying but I've, that I've taken pictures of. I'm not sure if it's another aircraft or, or what it is. And I can get lost down YouTube rabbit holes looking at stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I, I can too until it gets a bit stupid. You know, mm. you, you often get stupid people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the serious ones, I did watch Close Encounters the other day for the first time, first time I've ever seen it. And, and that's a little bit wacky, but yeah. it's a fantastic film. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, uh, I, well, it depends. Like because no one's ever really seen one, regardless what they say, yeah. nobody's proved it. Then who knows? Doesn't Richard Dreyfus make a mountain out of um, <laughs> out of mashed potato or something? Uh, yes, you know? it, it, it's, it, <laughs> it's he does make a mountain out of mashed potato because he's like that's that's where the home of it all is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what they're coming for, these aliens. Uh, mashed potato. My, my, my view on this is that actually the entire world is covered head to toe in CCTV. Yeah. Uh, many people yeah. have got ringo, bingo, dingo, bingo bells on their do- front door. They've all got web uh, cameras in their cars. Every street has got 100 CCTV things. If they can't film it, no. then probably the chance of you standing in one particular place you know, with your CE5 guide meditating is not likely to, yeah. to really do anything. If it did, though, I would probably just film it rather than wait and try oh, and take yeah. a still. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> that goes back to a question last week of actually composing it and really nicely making an artistic job of it before this thing comes out and shoots you to bits. But, but there we go. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to believe there is, there are, there is stuff out there. I, yeah, I, I, The idea is nice. I quite like that idea. For the full how-to, how to make contact with the uh, CE5. Remember, yeah. CE5 is Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Yeah. Uh, human-initiated contact with non-human beings. The full how-to video is on the Pete and Ray Pathway Show, which is a YouTube channel. Is it? Welcome to the wacky world of Futurecast. Um Meanwhile, Denise Bass has been having um, uh, contact uh, of her own with uh, Cuba. She wrote a while back and asked a question um, about making a photo book. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Very exciting. She said, very helpful. Thanks for answering the questions on the episode. My question was how to approach organising, editing, designing a photo book for, for a trip to Cuba. So after many months and many anguishing conversations with you, I've finished my book. I had your suggestions in mind the entire time, but I didn't follow any of them. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I used more than one picture on a spread. I let the pictures go across the centre crease. Oh, Kev hates pictures across the centre crease. <laughs> Can't put them in the gutter. Uh, I have random uh, pages of black and whites among colour pages. <gasps> I feel myself, I'm beginning to shake a bit now. I have words next to pictures. That's all right, though. Um, well, I hope you aren't disappointed when, when you when you see it. When I first started, I had the idea of making a beautiful artistic book like the ones you talk about on the podcast. But here's the thing that helped me get past my internal debates that she was having with herself when she wasn't listening to us at all about the book design, Kev. Define my goal for the book and stick with it. My goal was to make a book for myself mm-hmm. of pictures that spark a memory or accurately sum up a feeling about a place, moment, person, and so on. So that's what I did. I'm happy with it. We've seen it. Looks great. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think that's great advice. And we talked about it was a self-published book last week. There was book of the week from Chris, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and so you know, you've gone and done the same thing, Denise. But you've made it for yourself. That's the most important thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it does look beautiful. And you're quite right to ignore us. You know, for, for no, 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 seriously, but for yeah. the you know, for the things that make sense, you yeah, know, it was, all, it's, it's, it was about you, not about us, yeah, absolutely. But, well done, uh, yeah, good well, for you, good well for done. you. Right, question, Kev. Okay, this is from Daniel Johnson, and he says, I've heard the cleaning the sensor on the XT4 and the XH1 is not as easy as a non IBIS sensor, question mark, right? Oh, god, you don't clean your sensors, well, I never clean my sensor, but I would hazard a guess that that's true, that sounds true. That if it's an if it's if it's got an IBIS. Um, well, that's because you've got to be. I've, I've got to be a bit more careful. Have you never cleaned a sensor, Kev? Nope. Got a whole load of sensor cleaners here. Would you like one? Are they sensor cleaners? Would you like a sensor cleaner? I've got a couple here. <laughs> yeah, these are sensor cleaners. Let, let me show you what one looks like. I'll open one up for you. You must have seen one of these. Are they like those things you stick in your ears? No, well, oh, well, no, well really. if, if you stuck this in your ear, you'd have a problem. Your pendant bear. No, you just just go um, like that on on the sensor. Mm. Does that? And you squirt a little bit of um, oh. cleaning juice on it, <laughs> spit on it a bit, and then <laughs> rub it across. Nah. I nah. I clean my sensors quite happily. Do you? Yeah, definitely. When I was in Africa, I was cleaning them every day. Yeah. It didn't matter what I did. I was trying, you know, to be so so careful of changing lenses. But there was always a, a a little bit of dust that got got in every single time. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't trust myself with that. Yeah, think uh, of it like a COVID test. <laughs> um, but there we go. I'll yeah, sorry throw but, that away now because you can't use it again. But yes, the, uh, the it does make sense that it would be more difficult, yeah. and that's why. If I, um, yeah, I mean, my cameras go off for a service every few years, so yeah. hopefully they do it then for me. Yeah. But I rarely shoot at like f twenty two and stuff, which is where you'd notice it. Yeah. One from Mark Dell. Good afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you read this. Thanks for reading out my weekend warrior email. I use that term as I was once called that by another photographer. We've we've already identified you don't like that term, do you, at all? I don't think anybody does, really, do they? Yeah. I've had a mild form of gas. Sorry to hear that, Mark. (laughs) Uh, Recently picked up a rather minty example of this much maligned and generally hated little camera. What's he talking about? Which camera? My take on it is the usual YouTube reviewers have really missed the point on this camera. I bought it to have something small and compact with me all the time. XF10. Ah, XF10, right. And uh, here's a picture of his dog, his beloved dog. He loves his dog. Yeah, another dog called Indy, I think, if I remember That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gorgeous, Indy. Look at him. Look Everybody at him. calls their dogs Indy. Yeah, beautiful. He's, I just When you look at him, you, you can almost hear the voice. Hello, what are you looking at? Yeah. Hey, stop staring. Um, my question to you both is, um, is it the photographer that really makes the camera shine? Any camera used properly can give excellent results. This is one of those, uh, as I read and watch reviews, but I, I just don't get all that negativity. So, yeah, there's Indy. Um, yeah, lovely. Lovely picture. Uh, yeah, is it the photographer that really makes a camera shine? Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole YouTube stuff. The XF, I liked my little XF. Oh, I didn't. I had it on loan for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, it's a fab little camera. I mean, it's not. It's 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 just uh, not as capable and as good in low light and stuff as it is like the X100. But it is a fab little camera, tiny. Um, but what you have to remember with YouTube also is that the clickbait, clickbait. Yeah. Why, why I ditched my XF10, and then actually they probably didn't. <laughs> but or, it works, you know, though, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it does time. work. It does yeah. work because yeah. we people are stupid. You've never clickbaited, have you? Really? Not I really. Right. I mean, I tend if I like if I was doing a review of the XF10, my video review would be Fujifilm XF10 review. That'd be the title. Yeah. Um, rather rather than XF10, look what happened next. 
Right. Or what happened next? Question mark. Actually, you've still got to think about the way people would search. They probably would go XF10 review, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They don't need, you know, no. XF10 changed my life. No. I'm I, a better lover because of it. And what you also don't need is, well, actually you do need because it does seem to work, but what you ideally don't want to be doing is sticking a, a stupid picture of your face with your mouth gaping open and <laughs> looking totally surprised and shocked at this cameras in your hand. But, <gasps> but don't There's they, a camera in my hand. Don't they tell you that's what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to. Yeah. That's why none of my films get any views. Because, because there's not stupid. pictures of me going, honestly. <laughs> Why do people? Why are people attracted to that? It's true. It works. No, you're right. It does. Yeah. That's what they do. That's tell what you they to say do you should do. It, it, yeah. it does seem to work. But why? I can't figure out why. Well, let's. I mean, just 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 for the shits and giggles, let's look up. Um, I bet you one of our favourite YouTubers. Although you did say to me you've not been watching him of of uh, of late as much. Is Peter McKinnon? Okay. Yeah, I haven't looked at YouTube in uh, P- Peter McKinnon months. I wonder how how many of these. Look, they're all look. Yeah, back in my element. There's him yeah. uh, outside the front of a a, a car. Going, yeah. ah! Now, if you go to Matt Devalier selling all my cameras, that one he's got a look a pained expression. Yeah, Matt, Matt, De, Matt selling all my cameras. Yeah, yeah. See if that's not clickbait. Yeah, Matt Devalier. Yeah. Now his icons. Yeah. Are brilliant. Yeah. Because they are very they're very minimalistic. Very minimalistic. Very on point. Yes. Um, he always, if you look carefully, there's always primary colours kicking around, blue, reds or greens. That's clever, isn't it? Yeah, he's gone for the eye-catching stuff. Um, Although they do feature him, though. Yeah, yeah, no, in most cases they do. The Netflix one is a bit bit suspect. But you're right, actually, no, they're they're not all gawpy, are they? No. Yeah. But you see that one, How to Hack Your Habits. I mean, some of the titles are a bit clickbaity, but they're very good videos. How to Hack Your Habits, you see he's got the yellow book. Yeah. Um, notebook, purposefully done, probably. Um, yeah, he does think very much about the colours, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Very clever. That's why he's got 3.16 million subscribers. And he's uh, and also the fact that he's very, very clever as well. Yeah. He? He's very good. And he's good looking. Yeah. And he's loaded. Oh, he's I got a beautiful him. wife. I hate him already. Yeah, fit. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. But you're right. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, just unsubscribe. I'm going to unbash that bell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so do, does the photographer make the camera shine? Yeah, definitely that way yeah. around. Not not the other way around. I, I have to say the X um, um, the X Pro One that I've been using for all my photo, uh, photo walks, absolutely adore it. Um, but whether whether it's made, whether I'm saying yeah, I'm taking great pictures, look at me. But I'm I just feel really comfortable with it. You know, I'm not I'm not missing. I'm missing slightly my X One Hundred F, but that X Pro One, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Right, Kev. Adrian Muscat says, Hi, Kevin and Neil. And then in brackets, he says, Or should it be Neil and Kevin? Question mark. No, it's always Kevin, Neil. <laughs> I know my place. Uh, either way, you're both bloody awesome. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Has much changed in your approach to photographing weddings since you both first started? And another question, if you may, if someone was photographing a wedding, documentary style, for the very first time, what advice would you give them? Cheers, Adrian Muscat from Canberra. Definitely, definitely, I've changed. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, I've changed. Um, far more uh, documentary than I, I was. I think I, you know, when I that first hundred weddings, no, not first hundred. That's nonsense. First fifty weddings or so, I probably followed the the rule books of what I thought a wedding photographer should do. So that shot there, I think you you gave that up after one or two, didn't you? When you came back and found that, yeah, <laughs> that that uh, yeah, how how long all those group shots had taken? But I think I I, I followed the. I followed this sort of what I thought wedding photographers should do, you know, wedding, you know, A to Z of wedding for photography for for a little while before I, I just relaxed and backed off and and felt comfortable with myself. 
Mm. Yeah, we have we had a similar question to this a while back, I think, and and yeah, we we both came to that same conclusion that you know documentary style was always something that I wanted yeah. to do. Where my my approach to it probably has changed. Did you know about it before you you got interested? I know you didn't really because yeah. Jeff Askoff was was your inspiration. That was it. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. that was I, I kind of thought, yeah, that's the way I want to do. Yeah, it. absolutely. So really, no, the style hasn't changed, um, and I think you know, obviously. You're, certain things have changed the way you edit I mean I was looking at some of my old pictures a couple of weeks ago <laughs> um, uh, he also says if someone was photographing a wedding documentary style for the first time what advice would you give them well number one um, you, you don't need to be a ninja this is not about hiding in the bushes like you're an SAS officer jumping out saying do you want some it's it's just be yourself um, which it's a terrible cliche be yourself but just be in there. Just be in there in those moments. Uh, use your ears a lot. Ears will guide you often to the story. In fact, we've talked about this so often, haven't we, Kev? Mm-hmm. That you know what you hear often is is what you end up shooting. Of course, it is. Don't overshoot. Don't don't think yeah. you've got to constantly take pictures all the time. You've got to be shooting everything because yeah, that, yeah, you'll that, just yeah. miss stuff. That's a very good point, actually, because a lot of people, I think, stand in the corner or whatever they're doing and think, "Oh, I should be photographing." I, you know, there's nothing wrong. Although we've both had, I think, people come up to us and say, cheer up, mate, never, might never happen. Mm. Because the resting face where you're concentrating and trying to look for a story, um, I, th- I think is akin to looking miserable by the sound of it. Yeah, that's my miserable face. <laughs> that's my resting face all the time. So, um, yeah, Kev, you're absolutely right. Put the camera down. Put yeah. the camera down. You don't have to be using it all the time. You're going to need to be a good negotiator. Um, this is something I, I, I'm not sure people think about very much because you need to going to get past the covid compliance officer in the morning at the wedding <laughs> well <laughs> there is that added layer but uh bc um that there, there was always the situation of having to negotiate even though you want to be a fly on the wall you you know you have to negotiate with the um with the registrars and the the vicars mm-hmm. and the priests you have to be a good negotiator um, I found a, a good question has has been, which has served me reasonably well, apart from a few vicars that are just just so stuck in their ways they they won't, they don't want anything. But I normally go up and say, you know, straight away, hello, I'm Neil. Um, nice to meet you. And and where where can I stand to get the best photos today? Mm-hmm. That's normally quite a good opening question. Um, do ne- never, never ask what are your rules, and never ask the verger. <laughs> I the first person I try and duck away from is the verger. No disrespect to the verger at all. Oh, do you remember Alice? But in uh, oh, Vicar bless of Alice, Vicar of Dib- yes, the late Alice, of course. Yeah, yeah. sadly, that was an epic. Oh brilliant program she was a great verger I, I would definitely have wanted to talk to her yeah as a character what do you call an interrupting cow i don't know <laughs> i was seeing how long you would last that one that was a classic moment of british comedy wasn't it really yeah brilliant sorry we, we do we disappear again but yeah the verger yeah to to um to try and avoid if you possibly can because they will lay down the rules according to what uh, Sir Henry Cecil wrote in 1812. <laughs> Probably the wrong name and definitely the wrong date. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah, I totally agree with all of that. 
yeah i i typically if i'm if i you know if i'm going to see the the registrar or the the, the priest or something yeah. i only ever take my x100 Do hold you? it in my hand leave all the other cameras That's in the a bag. very good idea yeah. just take my little x100 and yeah. go i'm the photographer look here's my camera yeah what great idea and then they go yeah. oh yeah oh, yeah well you can do what you want with that little thing yeah that's when I go and then get my, you know, <laughs> Canon 5D Mark One, my 50 to 6,000 millimeter lens, my DJI drone cameras and swingers and all that stuff. Swingers. You're what? <laughs> or were you taking sorry, along that, to a wedding? That's the other podcast I do. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're back in Newport. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I'm not quite sure how to follow that. But uh, yeah. And, and then the rest of the day, just, just follow the event. Um, watch it. Be with it. Uh, there might well be times where um, you, uh, Kev's going to shudder now, you, you may need to organise some, some group shots. But even at those moments, make it really informal. You can do it. It can be done. Don't listen to him. You shouldn't organise group shots. You should do group shots, but <laughs> let the ushers organise them. No. That's the whole point. Look, we've talked about this before. There's a reason the, the letter uh, U is used for the word useless and usher. They can't organise anything. Um, don't lean on the the moment the usher comes to me what do you want me to do mate so <laughs> panting like a dog you think I tell you what go and have a beer I'll mm. be alright oh my god no no chance I like to just stand there <laughs> I say I tell you what I'm going to stand in that over by there I'm going to no. point at that tree or whatever where you're going to stand to people I'll wait for you there I'll tell you one of the the, the, <laughs> the most one of the most important pictures I have group group images that I have that I show is actually one that funnily enough the ushers really did organise um, I, I kind of put them in the places where I needed the beads so they didn't overlap too much. But essentially, it was just a, a bottle of bottle of bubbly. Um, they shook it up, opened it, and everybody stood around and laughed while it went pop. Mm. And that that is a, that is a group shot I get asked for over and over again. So it's very contrived now, but but um, mm. it works. Oh, so it was you who invented that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you remember the dinosaurs? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> right, uh, so it's May Day here in the UK. This week, instead of a guest, we have an appeal. Uh, for 178 episodes, the sandwich filling, if you like, has been an, a mixture of guests from all over the world, many different genres, all levels of experience. And as we enter the summer months in the Northern Hemisphere, at any rate, uh, we're introducing this kind of summer of love, though we're calling it Friends of the Show. Uh, we'll be hearing from some of the Fujifilm ambassadorial ex-photographers, but also, importantly, we want to hear from you. Those who've driven the show, asked the questions, suggested the things we talk about, maybe joined the Patreon, supported the show by coming to a handful of events that we've had in Brighton and London. Uh, we think you'll be inspired too by those who you'll be hearing from, many who, like you, exactly like you, have lives outside making pictures and just love the opportunity to pick up a camera and go make some pictures. Photographers like Steve Ford, who, as he describes it, stepped off the corporate hamster wheel and went backpacking around the world for five years with his X100. But you don't have to have made a major life change quite like Steve. Perhaps your job or your life takes you to interesting places that becomes the muse for your lens. You have an interesting story that's, that's involved with photography and your love with it. Maybe photography is just becoming your job now. Maybe it, it already is, but you make pictures of the unexpected. It's your stories we want to hear. What your photography means to you. Um, there's, there's no F-stop on this one because everybody has a story in them. We're going to take, I don't know, 10. Take 10 or find 15. That kind of alliteration with our friends of the show 
starting from next week. So, we'd like to hear from you. That's the appeal, really. Be sure to write into the show at the regular email address, which is click at fujicast.co.uk, click at fujicast.co.uk, or DM us through the Facebook group, Patreon, or the post that'll soon be in the Facebook group. Friends of the show, and everyone qualifies for that just by being ears to this ear podcast. We want to hear from you. Right, back to your questions. Um, shall I go for an email one, Kev? Oh, by, by the way, um, we uh, we always need questions because we say that, but they can be conversation points. We've noticed the last couple of weeks more people have sort of been entering into conversation points, and that, that can be just as good. So uh, get your thinking caps on. Send them to click at fujicast.co.uk or you can pop them in the, uh, the Facebook um, thread, although that's getting quite unwieldy, Kev. Yeah, I might clean it up. I might, uh, I might do another. I might turn off commenting on that and do another one. Can you do that? Uh, yeah. I might do. Yeah, but I'm, first of all, I'm going to go through and see if there's any any outstanding ones. So don't get angry if if you see comments are turned off on that one. We might have a new one just to just to make it easy yeah. to, to find stuff. Facebook really for the biggest, most used platform on the planet has yeah. got an awful interface, user interface, awful. Officially said by Kev. Yeah. Well, I used to be the UI expert for Deutsche Bank. Ah, yeah. oh, that's very clever stuff. Of course you were. Yeah, of course I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but then they sacked me. I was just no, they didn't sack you. You left, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yeah. End, yeah. Of, end of contract. <laughs> right. Let's just call it. Oh, radio sack. used to work like that for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question. Robin Chun. Um, I hope to be purchasing an X100V soon. So my question: uh, Will the teleconverter, when attached, com- complete the weather sealing, or do you still need the doofer? I like that. Is that the official word, the doofer? And is there a recommended or better suited SD card from Robin Chun in uh, Longwell Green in Bristol? Brizzle, brizzle. I know Robin, nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the answer to that, you know, with the teleconverter. I, no? I would have thought the doofer is still needed, but does the doofer have a thread on the front? You can then. I can't imagine a doofer will, will work. There's going to be people now saying, "What is the doofer? What do you mean by the doofer?" The doofer is the little thing that you you doof, you, you <laughs> screw on the lens, and then it's it makes it weather sealed. It has an actual be. name, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's called the weather seal ring. Oh, is it? Yeah, we'll call it doofer. It sounds yeah. much better. Um, yeah. So Isn't that official official Fujifilm part, the doofer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The, the, yeah. It's uh, doofer L R W O I S. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that, and, and I probably right. won't be able to look it up right now. So you might have to do your own research. What on about that, a better suited SD card? Yeah, so SD cards, I I always go for SanDisk, yeah. Extreme. Yeah. Uh, now I typically do UHS two cards, although they are blinking expensive. Mm. So I normally wait for the um, Amazon Black Friday Black sale. Friday deals. Yeah. 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 Um, however. We did get a very um, relevant email from somebody about the book review stuff. Obviously, we've got the book review coming up soon. And, you know, we keep referring to Amazon and various things like that. And he's quite right. Jeff Bezos does have enough money. So get your memory cards yeah. from Canberra and Cameras or MPB or somebody else. Yeah. Well, um, probably not MPB. I don't think they do. But all right. Not them. You use SD cards. Your local places. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah, UHS2 is typically what I go for these days. Um, we lost our local camera shop. I was gutted. Mm. Yeah, T4 cameras in, in Newbury. Gone. Yeah, Gone. Gone did. Shame, and I, shame, I always shame. remember that day. I remember it. Um, it was a funny little shop, actually, because 
and it was it was perfect in many ways. The Kev, you, you'd have loved going there with uh, with me because uh, in the front you get all the cameras, and because they were proper proper camera people, mm. um, both of them, both guys knew everything that you ever asked. In fact, they even knew the answer before you asked it. <laughs> then out the back, out the back, there was a malt whiskey um, shop, a little malt whiskey shop. So oh you go God. by your camera bits, and then you think, you'd say, uh, do you fancy a little whiskey for the weekend, sir? Something, something for the weekend. So, oh, what have you got? So come through and have a little tasting. Wow. Isn't that, now that is a camera shop. How could that have gone into business? I know, and the, and the day that it went, literally, the, the two of them, the, the uh, lovely blokes, they were just crying. I won't mention their names, but yeah. they were just crying. And I understand why, and, and really miss that shop. Absolutely miss that shop. Yeah. Especially a little whiskey bit out of the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you, Robin. Um, yours. Okay, so uh, I have a question from Alan Brinkley. Uh, a couple of questions, in fact. It says, Now that third-party manufacturers have the capability to make lenses for Fujifilm with reverse net technology, now mm-hmm. we talked about that last yeah, week, we didn't did. we? Yeah. What brand and focal length would you like to have in your camera bags? Mm. Well, Brand new focal length. Well, yeah. Uh, or mm. uh, Honestly, the, the thing I've been waiting for the most... It's the 18mm. It's the 18mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, a fast, very fast 18mm, and, yeah. and Fujifilm have just done that. I, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, I have to say, in my 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 prime range. Right. Zoom-wise, I mean, I've been using the 1024 for so long, and it's proper beaten up whole lens now. I could, mm. you know, I've always thought it's a little bit soft around the edges. And well, that, that's his second question, in fact. Yeah. Fujifilm 1024 versus 1024 ah. WR, because there's a new version yeah, of that yeah, now. No, no, I haven't got the new one, you see. Is the WR worth uh, WR standing for weather resistant, weather sealing, uh, worth the price difference? I know that it adds protection, but yep. up to now, I imagine people have been using the first version in all types of weather because there aren't any other choices. No, and it was fine for me for years. Still fine. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly, for me, weather sealing, and I know that we live in a pretty boring part of the world. But if I had to pay extra for a weather sealed lens, and that's the only difference, yeah. like optically, I think the new version of the ten twenty four is better. Also, but if that was the only difference, I wouldn't pay it. Mm. Um, and then a very serious question is the third serious, the third question: Would you rather have dividers for fingers or lens caps for hands? <laughs> dividers for fingers or lens caps for hands? That's all a bit surreal. Yeah, I yeah. can't stand dividers. I'd have to have lens cap hands. Yeah, I've got in here a load more div- uh, dividers. In Oof. fact, most of those are probably yours. If you ever throw out your dividers, Kev, oh, send them my way, please. Always throw them out. Yeah, boxes and dividers. <laughs> boxes full of dividers. Yeah, <laughs> that would be your your nightmare. Um, we'll do the book in a moment. Jarrell Gates. Hello, guys. Um, recently, I've gotten into the film recipe thing, and I have a question. Um, do you have any tips on how to recreate the film recipe in Lightroom with the raw files? I find there are times that I shoot with the right recipe and I'm happy with the JPEG, but then there are times that I'd like to try out one of my other recipes after the fact. I know I could use the in-camera raw to Joey converter, but I was wondering if you have any insight on dialing in recipes to Lightroom. Well, I was lost at the Joey converter. I think that's a misspell. I think that's... that's uh... <laughs> That's not right. That's is it? autocorrect getting it wrong. What's the converter? JPEG. JPEG converter. It's turned into a Joey converter. Joey converter. I've never I was thinking, I've never heard of this Joey converter. What the hell is he talking about? Maybe I need to go back to college. That's very funny. I'm right. call, from now on I'm gonna call it the Joey converter. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Thank you, Jarrell. That's brilliant. <laughs> so uh what's the answer to this? Um well 
the brutal answer is you will very you won't be able to get it perfect you will not be able to use any raw converter to get exactly the same as you can in the camera the only tool that will get you that is the joey converter is the x <laughs> x raw converter yeah yes, i think yeah. he's on a bit the raw to joey converter is the one <laughs> in the camera yeah <laughs> and that's that's the same technology that is in X-Raw Studio. Yeah. The same raw to Joey conversion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, so you won't get it. You won't get it exactly the same. You will get it very close, though. Yeah. Uh, and simply, he hasn't mentioned it um, on, on that post. But you, in Lightroom and Capture One and stuff, you have profiles. Yeah. So you can you can go into the profile and choose Acros or, or you know whichever whichever one you want, and it will get you uh, fairly good, um, fairly accurate. Put it that way, but you won't get it exactly the same. And that's uh, fairly accurate is usually good enough for most people, but for others it may not be. You know, your the reason why Fujifilm have released Extra Studio is so people can do that on their computers. Mm. Um, but regard, don't listen to what anybody else says about it. you can get exactly the same from other software. You can't. Otherwise, Fujifilm would never release that software. Um, I was just looking at Jarrell Gates' um, website here. He did, did it on uh, SmugMug. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's yeah. a nice website, actually. We've never really talked about Smug, uh, using SmugMug as your website, have we? No, it looks good, though. Yeah. Done a good job of it. So SmugMug, obviously, now is uh, Scottish-owned. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, good British company, yeah. but obviously international as well. But, yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Nice and clean and crisp. Yeah. Right. Um, from now on, though, I'm I'm always going to refer to it as the Joey Converter. Joey Converter. Joey Converter. Raw to Joey Converter. Raw, raw to Joey. I shoot Joey. Yeah, I can it. have a T-shirt that says, I shoot Joey. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yes, a whole YouTube channel. <laughs> right, book of the week, what have we got? Right, we've got a very famous book, uh, Walker Evans's um, American Photographs. Yeah. I, I dislike the cover immensely, though. Why? Because they've hyphenated on the cover. Oh, photographs. Yeah. Yeah, but he couldn't fit in the... Well, in the same typeface. Well, then use smaller fonts. Right. Um, <laughs> that told him. <laughs> <laughs> but however, the book is is very uh, is an iconic book for sure. Nineteen thirty eight, I think the original wow. one was uh, produced, and it was. Can you imagine ex- having the first edition of that one? Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, Oof. yeah. This is this is uh, an exhibition for the Museum of Modern Art, um, and I, I need to read out the first paragraph on the on the, the sleeve notes because right. you have to think of me trying to do this like one of those 1940s documentaries, American documentaries, where the voice comes over. Oh, right. Um, More than any other artist. Well, it doesn't come across like that. (laughs) No, I know, because I can't do it. Uh, Walker Evans invented the image of an essential America that we have long accepted as fact. American Photographs, first published by the Museum of Modern Art in 1938, is the purest and most complete expression of his cool, unblinking vision. And I, I think that's right. So 19, you remember we're going back to 1938 here, so we're seeing some incredible... No, America obviously doesn't have a... Uh, I mean, it has a huge history, but its modern history is not as uh, as varied as, as you know some of other, uh, the other countries, including Britain. But, you know, it's it, when you look at the um the scenes from relatively recent times you know mm. you're looking at that kind of turn of the century 20s 30s you see very different pictures to what you would expect now um i'm looking at the one picture i like on page six or page seven it is actually is the bar- barber seats oh yeah um two leather leather barber seats and you know in this walled room that's got newspaper on the walls they don't to- look like barber seats they look like oh, oh. 
old um, old smoky old sm- yeah they do they look do. like old smoky yeah, yeah. We, we want to be sitting in one of those what would we like today sir short back and fried um home to home of perfecto hair restorer sparky not smoky old sparky, sparky correct yeah. yeah um which did involve smoke it did indeed yeah mm. but I, I what i really like is the is the very simple interior shots like uh, you know the bedrooms the yeah. kitchens yeah. all of that kind of stuff and I don't think this is a particularly a book that people are going to, uh, you know, look at and, and 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 marvel over the scenes. But it's definitely a history-making book, and that's why it's so important. Because yeah. uh, I remember, I think it was Daniel Meadows who mentioned this book um, was uh. one of the core books in the um, documentary photography school of journalism that, that he was part of. Um, and and you know the the principles of good light, good. Um, content and, and and good kind of structure to the pic- to the picture itself are, are are you know it's it's relevant in these images but whether you have an emotional attachment to them it's different you know it's you know there's like door stops and door uh, front doors and everything and you know going back to what martin paro says you know how many times how many houses have you photographed the front door of yeah. probably none and now we're looking at a front door from 1938 uh you know they live in they've got massive streets haven't they to number 2,942. I, I never get my, num- uh, my, my head around the numbers. 1856, Yeah, 24th Street. We, we, we get to about, uh, I don't know, in this country, we get we get somewhere, somewhere close to about 300, and we have to change the name of the road. That's right, yeah, massive. We change the postcode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, this is... I, I, the reason why I'm digging this book out is because I've only just got it, actually. Yeah. Um, but it's... It's the educational element of it. I think is important, and from a uh, how to you know you know how to understand that that history is is all around us, mm. um, and you know the, the the recording of history is, is is something that we're all responsible for, regardless. And I've said it a million times, you know, a benign picture today is, is the powerful pictures of the future. Absolutely, but we're still not making them because we're thinking, oh, it looks boring today. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I have to say, I'm the one to slap my my own wrists. Mm. Um, you know, so so Walker Evans was, of course, a very very famous uh, photographer, and because he was there at that time, and uh, you know, he was pushed by the Museum of Modern Art specifically for this. Um, it is a textbook um, it, with, you know, well, whether you'll call them beautiful pictures or not, I don't know. But pictures that In, certainly important pictures. are important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Walker Evans, American Photo Hyphengraphs. You've reminded me, when you were talking about doors, I instantly went across to Instagram. I just popped it on your screen there for you. Um, Helen Jones Florio, who's the uh, wife of um, Jason Florio, mm. the... the um, the the photographer and um, in the out, out in Africa I met up with uh, well I was sat there by the it was the west coast of Africa sat there having a beer with Helen sadly Jason was there as well and <laughs> steady on I know I know and uh, we were having a chat about about photographic projects and she said well I I've started one up called Doors um, I said well what do you mean Doors and she literally does that's what she takes pictures of Doors in Africa and um, wherever they are in the world actually. But is mainly Africa. Uh, look at these; it's That's fantastic, brilliant. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll put we'll put the link for this. It's uh, doors un- underscore Helen Jones Florio, and um, and I know what people will think when they see this. They'll think, yeah, well, that's all right for her because she's in Africa and there's knocked down buildings with you know beautiful kind of decorative doors. You know, that's all right for her. But but you know, they those people who live in those places will be thinking, 
well, our front door is really boring. Look at your lovely glass framed front door in your house in London. Yeah. You know, so that that's not an excuse. Yeah, I love that. I and some of them brilliant. are very, very sim- simple ones as well. Like they're just but the greens or the, the paint mm-hmm. having come off the. And look, she's done exhibitions. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, Wembley ice cream. I love that. Yeah. Mr. Fix-It. There was, I don't know if she's got it here, but um, I know I took a picture of it. Oh, here it is. I, I took a, oh, look. She took the very same picture, on, probably on the very same day. Look at this one. McDonald's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually a McDonald's restaurant. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's made out of corrugated tin and somebody put up the signs, McDonald's. Yeah. Um, we did actually go there to try and eat there. Oh, um, but uh, it was closed, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's, and sadly, no longer there, apparently. No. What a lovely, lovely, lovely idea. But there's lots of uh, front doors you can go and take the picture, pictures of in this country. Mm-hmm. That, that gives me a great idea because I swap with her my idea of doing bathrooms of the world. I think her doors are better. Yeah, well, both <laughs> ideas are very good. Yeah, but the doors is better. Jonathan uh, Jonathan Kerr has written in question um, prior to now. First of all, massive massive apologies, Jonathan, because you sent this in ages ago, and for some reason it got filed, and I've just found it. But I think it's still relevant to talk about. Prior to getting into shooting weddings and street a couple of years back, I was quite a prolific landscape photographer and garnered a modest following across Instagram and Facebook that I was very proud of. I photographed pretty much everything worth shooting at home in Northern Ireland. I'd been to Iceland a couple of times and landed a winter job photographing vans for a camper van hire company based in Reykjavik. What a great job that would be. Hey, that's van life. It just... Then all of a sudden, life happened. A relationship ended abruptly. I lost every ounce of confidence I had. I felt myself sliding toward depression. And ultimately, I lost absolutely all love and all interest in photography. Thankfully, after a tough few years, I got over this loss. I'm I'm back happily shooting again. However, having run out of weddings uh, and street photography not being the same without people around, I've slowly started to get back into shooting in nature. I'd like to start vlogging. Uh, Not to become a YouTuber necessarily, but to create a visual journey for myself to encourage getting out there to shoot more regularly and to give me reason to visit landscape locations again that, quite frankly, I'd found incredibly boring after photographing them for the hundredth time. So to the question. Sadly, I know next to nothing about the world of sound. I'll be using an XT2 to film uh, with the 1024 and the 1655. See, they're two very good. Mm. I think they're they're brilliant for. for, In fact, I think we've we've recommended both those lenses for for vlogging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'd greatly appreciate if you could recommend a microphone that won't cost the earth but will be decently reliable and some sound tips. Well, there we go. Well, first of all, I'm going to go straight for the Video Micro because that's a small little uh, microphone. It's perfect. For, from Rode. For, from Rode, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can face it backwards. Um, it's, it's small enough that you can actually face it back when you're actually shooting mm-hmm. and then forward when, you're, when you turn the camera back on yourself to do your vlogging, as it were. Mm. Um, it's really good. It's not. It's not the best shotgun microphone in the world, but it's it's pretty good. And I stopped using all the other large microphones that mount on the on the hot shoe, um, used in a cold shoe way. But but and I just now use this. And I think that's the one I would recommend. I can't remember how much it is. It's not that much. It's, I think it's about. It's 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 sub a hundred pounds, isn't it? Yeah, I think. And five dollars fifty in America, clearly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be the 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 one that the standard one. I yeah. mean, uh, you use that, I think, don't you? I, I do have that. Yes. Um, 
And I think actually what the charm of that one, I think, is that because you're vlogging, I think you need a little bit of ambience. Yeah. It's saying if you if your audio sounds studio produced, yes, yet you're walking down a high street, mm. that doesn't make sense to me. So mm. yeah, a small compact one is perfect. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that too. Yeah. Any vlogging tips for uh, for Jonathan? Um, well. The thing I always struggled with when I was using like XT2s and things like that was that I could never see myself. Oh, yes. Um, and I feel like if you have a uh, camera that, if you if you don't have a camera with a screen um, that flips around, which XT2 doesn't, you right. could get a small um, monitor, that little monitor. It's huge though, doesn't it? You can get very small ones now mm. though, you, that, that kind of clip on. It's just a HDMI feed it's very yeah. simple it doesn't have to be one of the big ones that records um alternatively get used to st- looking for your own reflection in the lens oh yeah good idea um 1024 is good at that yeah you need to be able to see yourself because it's very easy i did a whole sequence once and i just filmed my own breasts basically did you yeah it was terrible it's another one of those weird moobs. shoots again <laughs> it was moobs um yeah just, I, I just had the camera you know when you're holding the the, the monopods yeah um and it was just pointing down a bit. I thought it was all right, and actually it was just my upper body. Stick a UV filter on the front, then you can see your reflection much better. Oh, there you go. That's a good tip. Sound-wise, though, uh, no, not, 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 not especially. That microphone should should do you fine. I'm not quite sure what you're using in post-prod to, uh, to actually make the films, but um, normalise the sound. And fine, as, as Kev said, I think it was last week, or maybe the week before, actually, where, where you said the um, uh, the, the sound um, within the cameras is really quite good. It handles those handles them really nicely. XT2. Warm sound, I think. Yeah, XT3, XT4. XT4, definitely the best. Mm. The XT4's got a beautiful um, compressor built into it. XT3, not too bad. X100, uh, GFX100 is brilliant. Um, however, like for you still want to think about an external mic regardless yeah, and yeah. definitely on the xt2 yeah yeah so you do you put something like a what where a where a lapel mic is what you're saying or? yeah a lapel mic or something yeah. like that and you know you, you you're gonna you'll be saved mm, good luck and have have fun there is a there is a guy that um i've spoken with on the the other podcast um who is a member of uh, because he's a fuji shooter he's a member of i'm sure he is uh, mally davis's um is a member of our group, FujiCast uh, mm-hmm. Facebook group, and mm-hmm. uh, go check out his YouTube uh, channel because Mally's stuff is wonderful. He's just such a, uh, he's just such a natural bloke, um, proper northerner. He, he signs off always with Sithy and uh, his humour, everything about him, wonderful. Go check out his um, his uh, YouTube channel, Mally Davis. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a chat with you on Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, have we got time for one more question? One tinsy question, Kev? I think so. Uh, this is from Jeff Petrie. Uh, Jeff Petrie. There's a lot of exclamation marks in there, so I haven't Ooh, read it yet. This is going to be an angry mail. Mm, potentially. Mm. Anyway, it goes, it starts like this. Print your images, exclamation mark. You've mm. got to print your images, exclamation mm. mark. Mm. To be a photographer, you have to print your images, exclamation, exclamation mark. mark. Yeah. Print your images and live with them for a while. If you print at home, what do you do with your images? How do you display them? Do you make wall art by mounting them and framing them? Postcard, photo-sized prints, put them in a box, (laughs) give them away. I want to buy a printer, but I'm not sure what the heck to do with the prints that I'll make. What do you do with your prints? He sounds very confused there. Yeah. No, I I actually... (laughs) Should he or should he not print? I have just been through this whole process. Have you? Yeah, because um, when I moved to the new studio, I wanted to... uh, I got rid of my... I had an office printer, you know, like a a paper printer. Yeah. But to try and help me use less paper, I I ditched it. It's gone. It went to the father-in-law. So I I no longer have a printer. 
and that was only an office printer it wasn't a photo printer all i could do little crappy prints on it um but then i did find myself thinking oh i, I really want to pick, print this picture for Gemma mm. or rosa so i went and bought a canon selfie um selfie as in s-e-l-p-h-y um, oh not a big printer no 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 no. it only does postcard size prints canon selfie um hang on i'll tell you what one it was uh, I bought it from Cambrian Cameras. Thank God for you, by the way. That camera shop has literally lived off you. I think it's actually called Camarden Cameras. <laughs> but I always call it. I think it used to be called that. Right. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, it's not expensive. No, no, no. Yeah. Eighty-nine pound forty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one hundred and twenty if you go to Curry's in pounds. One hundred and eight if you go to Cartridge People, or seventeen dollars anywhere in America. Yeah. So I got a Canon selfie. The CP thirteen hundred mm, looks nice, um, and it is nice actually. It comes with like a little roll of ink, mm-hmm. I don't know, twenty five piece of paper. And what's perfect for it is it just sits on the Wi Fi. You know, it just sits in the corner of the room, tiny. Oh, so if, just Wi Fi stuff through to it. You can Wi Fi it, or you can, um, or you can do it over the Wi Fi. So I print direct from Lightroom via Wi Fi. It doesn't have to be plugged into my computer. Put okay. it that way. Okay. Um, and you can print from your phone and all that kind of stuff. What's the as quality well. like? Is it is excellent? It, is it? Yeah. So is is it as good as now? Giles prints um, on a beautiful printer that he's got. And he did this little postcard of me. Is, would it be that quality? Uh, well, that's a matte. So these are these are generally gloss prints. But can you buy matte paper for it? I'm not sure. Right. Possibly. I don't know. But they they, they are thermal printed, so they're basically just like just like what you've got on your screen. Right. For sure. Yeah. Right. Um, Lovely. So yeah, that's what I got, and uh, and that that kind of um, pacified my need to be able to just print stuff, stick it in my wallet, mm. you know, take it home, and, and you know, Rosa loves printing bits and pieces as well. So, um, but what I don't have is a big photo printer. I'll just send that all off to a lab. Yeah. Oh, now again, referring back to Albert uh, Watson of a couple of weeks ago when I, I spoke to him, he said, "Do your own printing." Mm, I don't believe in that. No, I, I know, but uh, I like the look of this Canon selfie. I have to say, yeah, uh, that's like the the different. That's like the Instax type thing. But the selfie, um, that where's oh, there you go, CP thirteen hundred. This one, oh the, yeah, this not, one, yeah, not the pink it, one. It I got, I got the white one. Yeah, white that's one. the one I got. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. Right. It's really good. It just just sits in the corner, doesn't do anything, and then when I want it to do something, it does something. Now, I know you used to take a, a printer to weddings and print out pictures. Um, would would you consider taking this? No. Uh, this, is, this is like postcard-sized print. So that one you just showed me that Charles did, mm. they're that big. Right. Um, and I suppose the whole unit is probably, mm, I don't know, about the same size as your funny button thing there. Okay. Oh, that's not too big though. Uh, actually, a bit smaller than that, maybe. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, you could do. You could do. But you'd need power. You'd need to plug it in. All that kind of stuff. And you're doing your editing, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. And if I was going to do, if I was going to be doing that, I would use the Instax, the mini prints. Is it expensive to get the paper for it? And uh, I think they're about fifteen quid, and that gives you. The, so the paper comes in a pack mm-hmm. with the inks. Mm-hmm. So when the paper runs out, the inks run out as well. Ah, oh, right. So you're not going all through this ink thing all the no. time, right? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. So I think they say 130. I'm feeling 130 or 120 prints per ink box. Wow. What a great so, idea. Yeah, it's good. I'm not sure that answers completely that question because he's looking at slightly larger scale printing. Well, yeah, but it also it basically allows you to scratch that itch. Yeah. Um, if that's what you want to do. 
but yeah if you want anything larger probably either invest in a large-scale printer yeah or send it to a lab <laughs> right okay or get albert watson to do it for you. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have a he, he doesn't have enough to do himself god he's <laughs> so i mean you know the most amazing thing about albert watson 50 years working in the industry just about to turn an octogenarian that's correct um still working as hard as he ever did Good. On, on the on the very first day, which I think is wonderful. One of the great things about being a photographer, it just you know, yeah. just keep doing it as long as you can raise that camera to your eye. Yeah, if you love it. That's it for for this week. If you've uh, liked this or any of the week's shows, um, you can of course leave a review. Um, that's always really helpful to us. And if you can share it in some way, that would be a lovely thing. If you could do that this week, just share it somewhere. That's always good for us. If you can. Um, if you want to send in a, a question, then uh, there are two ways to do it. You can either write to the email address, which is click at fujicast.co.uk, or you can send them in via the, the Facebook uh, page that we have. And um, either way is good. But remember, if you can send in some slightly left-field questions, that's all. Ph- photographic left-field will be best if you can do so. That's lovely. Or, or of course, conversation points. Um, thank you to those that are supporting the show via Patreon. We should do another sort of Patreon mention in the yep. next few weeks. Next week, yep. and, and, and of course, you get bumped to the front if you send your questions in. Music from Blue Wednesday, supporting stuff from the incredible artlist.io. And we will see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.